సహనావతు సహనౌనత్ సహవీర్యంకరవాహై తేజస్వినవధీతమస్తు మా విద్విషావహై ఇస్ 
the product of ignorance. Bondage is rather a notion than a reality. The simple reason is, if Atma is really bound, if Bandha or bondage is real, I am really bound, I am really limited. If being bound or being limited was my nature, there is no way that you can change it. Basic rule is that the nature of something can never be changed. Prakrutehe anyathabhavaha nakatanjit karisha. There is no way that one can change the prakriti of the nature. Nakatanjit mavishyati. So this is the rule that is applied here. If bondage is real, by no means can you remove that bondage. At the same time, if bondage is real, I would not have any problem with bondage also. One does not have a problem with one's nature. As Swami would say that, no problem that I see. Because to see is the nature of the eyes. No problem that I see. And still if this person goes to a doctor, says, doctor, I have a problem, what I see? So the eye doctor says, you see what? You see two instead of one? So now I see one where there is one. You see one where there is two? No, I see two where there is two. You cannot see what is in distance? No, I can see what is in distance also. Difficult in seeing what is close. No, I can see. Your problem with colors, I can recognize all colors. You can't see at night, I can see very well at night. Because I see. You're in the wrong place. You should go upstairs. But such a conversation is not likely to take place. If somebody complains that I see. Somebody complained to a doctor that I feel hungry. Says, well, that is a good thing. Why are you complaining about it, you know? So nobody would complain for something that is natural. Everybody always is comfortable with one's own nature. Therefore, if being limited was my nature, I would have been comfortable being limited, really. The fact that I am not comfortable being limited means that it is not my nature. The fact that I am not comfortable being unhappy means unhappiness is not my nature. I cannot simply tolerate anybody controlling me. I can't. I resist. So that means that cannot be my nature. So all my desires in fact reveal from what I love. In all my desires, it is love or freedom that is revealed in one way or the other. Love for freedom, love for happiness. Every desire reveals that. And there is a natural love, there is a love for one's nature. I always love freedom. I always love happiness. That means it must be my nature. And then I still feel bound. That must be ignorance. So this should become very clear. Then only Vedanta becomes important to us. Otherwise it becomes an intellectual, some other kind of pursuit, you know. Nice to know Swami is beautiful, yeah, that's good. It's okay. As long as in the classroom I'm fine and later on. Uh, but Vedanta becomes important when knowledge becomes important. And knowledge becomes important when I know that ignorance is the only problem. Otherwise we spend whole day trying to solve problems. This person said this, that followed it, this, that followed it, this happened, this did not happen. All the time. That means we think they are the problems. The fact that all the time I am seeking or striving to solve different problems is that I look upon them is problem. That means that is not yet dawned upon me that ignorance is a problem. Others are all situations, there is no problem other than ignorance. Then I treat things as situations, not as problems. 
So this clarity is extremely important, then only knowledge becomes important. And Vedanta, which is means of knowledge, becomes important. <coughs> so this is the Chasudra Buddhi. You should say, when will knowledge take place? How will it take place? Not when, when, when moksha will take place, oh Lord, how will knowledge that it understood her? How will knowledge take place? When will it take place? What should I do? Kuna Banda, Kathameshagada, Katham Pradishtasa, Katham Vimoksha. What is bondage? How does it come? How come it is persisting? How to get release from that? So when this situation arises, then says further, Yadatham Upanyastam. The purpose for which these four four qualifications have been presented to us. What's the purpose? What do you expect to happen? When the four four qualifications are there, what do you expect to happen? What should I do with that? What's the use of it? What's the purpose of it? So that's being said in the next verse. Uktasadhana yuktena Vichara Purushena He Kartavyo Jnana Siddhyartham Atmana Shiva Michada Atmana Shiva Michada One who is desiring Shubham or well being for oneself. Atmana Shubham Ichyata. <coughs> what is Shubham? Paramananda Rupa Mangalam. Shubham is auspicious. Shubham is good. That is auspicious. What is auspicious? Happiness is auspicious. Freedom is auspicious. Knowledge is auspicious. Unhappiness is inauspicious. Ignorance inauspicious. Bondage inauspicious. Subhami auspicious. That means Subhamichyada. One is desiring Atmana, Subhamichyada. One who desires one's own well-being, one's own good, which is moksha, liberation, which is ananda basically. The only Purushartha is ananda. Moksha also is just by the way. What we are seeking is happiness. And that too, unconditional happiness. Condition means bondage. So unconditional happiness, happiness accompanied with freedom. That's what we want. That's called moksha. So atmanaha, shuvavichyada, one who is desiring the well-being for oneself, good for oneself, auspicious for oneself, what should he do? Jnana Siddhyartham Jnana Siddhyartham for accomplishment of knowledge. <coughs> Atmana Jnana Siddhyartham for the knowledge of the Self. What is Jnana? Brahmatmanikya Bhodod Bhavanaya for the knowledge of the identity of Self and Brahman, that I am Brahman. The knowledge that we wish should take place, I am free. I am ever free. And you can be ever free only when you are free from every limitation. Free means what? Free from every limitation. I am free means what? Free from every limitation. Limitation of time, limitation of place, limitation of attributes. Free in every way. And what is it that is free from limitation of time, place, attributes, infinite Brahman? So what Brahma itself reveals is infinite. Bruhatvat Brahma, so that which is vast is Brahman. Which big is Brahman. So Brahman is that which is unqualified big. 
unqualified vast, meaning which is free from limitation. So limitlessness is Brahman. So I want to be limitless. I can become free from limitation when I become limitless, right? So I want to become limitless. And limitless means Brahman. So I want to become Brahman. Meaning that I want to attain oneness or identity with Brahman. So Brahmatma ke bodha For the knowledge of the identity of Brahman Atma, meaning that I am Brahman, for that knowledge udbhavaya, for that knowledge to arise. Jnana Siddhyartham that arises for that knowledge which are kartavya. So we are now told the means of knowledge. How does the knowledge of knowledge any knowledge arises? Why any knowledge arises from vichara? So vichara means vivekaha in this case. So vichara means an investigation. So Anveshtavya, sa vijignasya. Anvesham means investigation to determine. When you want to know anything, you investigate. What is it? What is it? What is its source? What is it made up of? What does it do? See, this is how we seek to understand something. So that process of investigating. What's the nature of this thing? What is it made of? How did it get created? Etc. To understand that, so this process of inquiring in this manner is called vichara. So vichara of this nature, or inquiry if you want to call it, or investigation you call it, deliberation you want to call it, is recognized as means of any knowledge. That's what a scientist typically does. When it's presented to something, then what is this? What is the source of it? What is it made up of? This jagat, this world, what is it made up of? Matter. What is the matter made up of? Molecules. Made up of what? Atoms. This is like this, you keep on going to the source of the thing. So there is a process of investigation or vichara. Vichara kartavya. This vichara has to be done. For the knowledge to take place, vichara has to be kartavya. Tajitavya pratyakarta means has to be done. Meaning that without vichara, knowledge cannot take place. Vichara is the only means of the knowledge to take place. Any knowledge. Who should do that? Upta sadhana yuktena. The sadhana, the spiritual means that we are told, Viveka, Vairagya, Samadhi, Shetka, Sampattihi, Mook, Sadhana, Chatushya, Sampanna. So one who is endowed with this fourfold qualification, by that person what should we do now? Athato Brahma Jignasa. Atha, thereafter, when you gain those qualifications, Atha, since there will arise in your mind a desire to know, in a mind like this, desire to know will arise. And when a desire arises then, you should adopt the means to fulfill that desire. If, if you are hungry, you go to a restaurant. Thirsty, you go to a source of water, etc. So for fulfilling desire, we must do what is proper for satisfying that desire. So what do you do for desire of knowledge? You adopt appropriate means for the knowledge to take place. What is the appropriate means? Vichara is the appropriate means. Therefore, vichara kartavya. This vichara investigation of this nature has to be done by the one who is possessed of this qualification. They are very confident that when viveka, vairagya, samadhi, shatka, sampadhi, that mumukshutam will be there. Desire for knowledge will be there, and therefore for fulfilling desire, Brahma Jignasa, Brahma Vichara Kartavya, then one should do the Vichara in deliberation upon Brahman. 
ಇದು ಫಸ್ಟ್ ಸೂತ್ರ ಸಿದ್ಧ ದಿಸ್ ವರ್ಸ್ ಎಂಫಸೈಸಸ್ ದಿ ನೀಡ್ ಫಾರ್ ವಿಚಾರ ನಿಯಮ ಕುತ ವೈ ಡು ಯು ಸೇ ದಟ್ ನೆಸೆಸರಿ ವಿಚಾರ ಹ್ಯಾಸ್ ಟು ಬಿ ರನ್ ಫಾರ್ ನಾಲೆಜ್ ಟು ಟೇಕ್ ಪ್ಲೇಸ್ ವೈ ಕನ್ಸಿಡ್ಯೂ ಸಮಿಂಗ್ ಎಲ್ಸ್ ಫಾರ್ ನಾಲೆಜ್ ಟು ಟೇಕ್ ಪ್ಲೇಸ್ ಕರ್ತವ್ಯ ಹ್ಯಾಸ್ ಟು ಬಿ ರನ್ ಮೀನಿ ದ ನಿಯಮ ಲುಕ್ಸ್ ಲೈಕ್ ರೂಲ್ ದಟ್ ಯು ಮಸ್ಟ್ ನೆಸೆಸರಿ ಡು ವಿಚಾರ ಫಾರ್ ದ ನಾಲೆಜ್ ಟು ಟೇಕ್ ಪ್ಲೇಸ್ ವೈ ಡು ಯು ಮೇಕ್ ಇಟ್ ರೂಲ್ ಸೊ ದೆನ್ ನೆಕ್ಸ್ಟ್ ವರ್ಸ್ ಎಕ್ಸ್ಪ್ಲೇನ್ಸ್ ಟು ವರ್ಸ್ ವೈ ದ ಟೂಲ್ ಇಸ್ ಮೇಡ್ ವಿತ್ ಎನ್ ಎಕ್ಸಾಂಪಲ್ ನೋತ್ಪದ್ಯತೆ ವಿಚಾರೇಣಾಧನೆಚಿತ ಜ್ಞಾನ ಉತ್ಪದ್ಯತೆ ವಿಚಾರಣ ವಿಧಾಟ್ ವಿಚಾರ ಜ್ಞಾನ ಉತ್ಪದ್ಯತೆ ನಾಲೆಜ್ ಡಸ್ ನಾಟ್ ಅರೈಸ್ ವಿಧಾಟ್ ವಿಚಾರ ರೀಸನ್ ವೈ ಯು ಮೇಡ್ ದಿಸ್ ರೂಲ್ ಆರ್ ವಿ ಇನ್ಸಿಸ್ಟ್ ದೀಕರ್ ಆಫ್ ನಾಲೆಜ್ ಶುಡ್ ಅಂಡರ್ಟೇಕ್ ದ ವಿಚಾರ ಇಸ್ ಬಿಕಾಸ್ ವಿಧಾಟ್ ವಿಚಾರ ನಾಲೆಜ್ ಕೆನಾಟ್ ಟೇಕ್ ಪ್ಲೇಸ್ ಸೊ ಹಿಯರ್ ಇಸ್ ಸೀಕರ್ ಆಫ್ ನಾಲೆಜ್ who wants to gain knowledge then he should adopt a means to fulfill that desire and vichara is that means so therefore we say that vichara kartavya a vichara must necessarily be carried out because without vichara knowledge is never seen to take place anya sadhanaihi by other means you cannot gain the knowledge by meditating by pranayama by jumping up and up by anything they are all very good sadhanas you know every spiritual practice is great for what it is meant for but as far as pursuit of knowledge is concerned the spiritual practice that is prescribed is vichara then yoga prana will all help you to attain a frame of mind which can competently perform the vichara so prayers are all good everything is good karma bhakti yoga all of them are good for what for giving us a disposition of mind which is fit or competent to perform vichara so all become means of jnana karma yoga bhakti yoga raja yoga dhyana yoga all of them become means of knowledge and as much as they can create in us a desirable state of mind which is what we require for the knowledge to take place this is vedantin's view you know everybody has their own view they may say knowledge is a means of yoga knowledge means bhakti that then everybody depending upon how your idea of moksha is if moksha is attainment of what is already attained then it is simply manifestation of what is and not creation of what is not if moksha is creation of something which is not there then means is karma then therefore all dvaita sadhana all dvaita acharyas always prescribe upasana means karma because they want to produce create something which is not there don't go some place where you are not so going to some loka or seeing something which is not present seeing ishvara in a certain form all of those are great we have nothing to say about that the moksha is knowing what is i already see already experience what is knowledge understanding what i am seeing and what i am experiencing meaning that there is no need here to create a new experience no need to go to some place where i am not 
Because there is called reality which is here and now. If satyam reality is someplace else, then what is this becomes a satyam, you know? So satyam or reality is there which must necessarily include everything. It cannot exclude anything. If therefore Bhagavan is only confined to a loka, and if Bhagavan is not here, then Bhagavan excludes this. And he will exclude himself and excludes us. So truth must necessarily be all pervasive, all inclusive, and should explain everything. There is called satya, which when you know, you should understand everything. Because it is satya, the truth of the thing. So when do you understand the thing? When you know the truth of it. When you understand the part, we know the truth, then the clay is the truth. When you understand, then you understand the part. So truth is the truth of everything. It says clay is the truth of part. So also, Satyam or Brahman is the truth of everything. That's the reason why, just as when you understand clay, you understand part, you understand Brahman, you understand everything. So say the same Yagnavagya. Etasmin drishte shrute mate vignate he maitre saram viditam syat. He maitre, when you know this, you know everything. Yena ashutam shutam bhavadiyamadam madam vignata vignata vidi. That by knowing which everything becomes as well known. Kasmin bhava vignata saram vignata vidi. Oh Lord, or if you are sir, what is it knowing which everything becomes known? So human mind wants to know everything. I do not like that I do not understand. I want to understand everything. And I can understand everything only when I know the truth of everything. So true satyam must include everything. No, no, I am satyam all right, but I, I am not present there. Then you are not satyam. Satyam must be here and now and everywhere. It cannot be limited in time, or place, or object. It must be in all times, all places, in all objects. Means it should transcend all of them. So, so what is the concept of truth? That will decide what's the concept of moksha. That decides what's the means of gaining that you follow. But the fact that people follow different paths, or adopt different spiritual means is because they have their own notion or concept of what it is that they are seeking. The sadhana is determined by the nature of sadhya. The fact that people are adopting different sadhana is because each one has their own idea of what it is they want to accomplish. Here, what is the idea? We don't want to accomplish anything. Then what do you want? I just want to understand what is. Because I am I'm convinced the what is perfect. It is my misconception that fails to see what is perfect and cause it imperfect and becomes miserable. So what makes me miserable is not what is but the way I see it. So all I need to do is correct my seeing, that's all. That's called knowledge. That's what a Vedanta thinks, okay? If you agree with that, then this is for you. If you don't, then this is something else is for you, that's okay. So then alone knowledge is meaning, whether knowledge is no point. Knowledge dispels ignorance, but then what do I get by that? Ignorance goes so what? Everything, all problems remain as they are. They will remain as they are if they are not product of ignorance. If all problems are product of ignorance, then they will go by ignorance. If, if problems are a different source, other than they are real problems, by removal of ignorance they won't go. So real problem cannot be solved, that's what Vedantin says. No need that which is thought to be a problem, which is not really a problem, that alone can be solved. Thought to be bondage, but not really bondage, that alone can go. Thought to be a snake, but not the snake, that will go. So the 
example that is dear to Vedanta is rope snake example. You perceive the snake, snake is real, it will never go. You can chant whatever mantras you want, you what you want, you know, it won't go. But the snake is just a, a projection. It will go by the knowledge of the rope. <coughs> so this is Vedanta's model of life. All problems are like the snake projected upon the rope. They disappear when the rope is known. As simple as that. That's what it is. Or as complicated because we have mind has become so complex. The simple things become complex, you know. Otherwise, this is the accomplishment of what is. Swami so, what is the big deal? You know yourself, you are already there. If you go someplace a different matter, this self-knowledge. No Utpadyate Vinajnanam Vicharenanya Sadhanai. Other than vichara, knowledge, anya sadhanai. By sadhana means other than vichara, knowledge cannot arise. Or knowledge cannot arise by sadhana means other than vichara. Meaning only vichara can bring up bring more knowledge. That's a standard thing. So gives the example. Yatha padarthapanami prakashena vinakvachita. For example, there is darkness here and I don't see things. Let us say this whole hall is enveloped in darkness, pitch dark. I don't see anything. So what do you do for seeing things? So you do pranayama all night. So you do yogasana, okay. Do japa, okay. Dhyana, what will you do? What deprives you or prevents you from seeing is that has to be, that's darkness. Darkness only can go by light by nothing else. Yatha padartha bhanami prakashena vinakvachit. Kvachit at no time and no conditions. Not that India requires light to dispel darkness and America requires something else. No, kvachit, nowhere. No, when you go to heaven, Swamiji, you don't require light. No, it has to. Where darkness can be do only by light wherever you go. Then also should be clear. No, I think I'll go to Surga, then the things will do. Then the same problem, same thing will come with you. So, kvachit, nowhere. Prakash, without the light, padasabhanam. The knowledge or perception of an object which is enveloped in darkness cannot be without the light. Meaning, light is the only means of dispelling darkness, no other means, isn't it? So, you may talk about ignorance, therefore, Knowledge is the only means of dispelling ignorance. The only way ignorance can go is by vichara. So therefore, this is justification of why vichara, kartavya, jnana siddhyadam, vichara, kartavya. For, for accomplishing knowledge, you must necessarily do vichara because vichara is like light, which alone can dispel darkness. <coughs> And here we are talking about knowledge which wants to, which, with which we dispel darkness and ignorance and which are as a means of that knowledge. <coughs> so, see, one by one we are settling things. As we go along the text, same conviction should occur in, then only next verse becomes meaningful, you know. So, moksha charo, desire moksha arose. Therefore, the need for knowledge arose. Therefore, the need for vichara there is and now. Then now author is okay. Let us see what that vichara is. Tarisa vichara ki Alright. A vichara alone can give rise to knowledge. Please tell us what's the nature of the vichara. <coughs> Verse number 12 tells us. Koham kathamidam jatam. Ovei karta se vidyade, upadanam kimasti hai, upadanam kimasti 
So we ask, what is what do you mean by vichara? So it's called abhinayata. Means exactly tells us what's the nature of vichara. So you ask questions. To understand something, you ask questions. Atmanas jnana siddhyartam for knowing the knowledge is gaining knowledge yourself or Brahman. So how should person proceed to ask the right kind of questions? Koham, who am I? Why? You don't know who you are. Am karta sukhi. What happens is about I there is no certainty at all. Now I find myself happy, now unhappy, then sad, then elated, then an eater, then a walker, and a talker, and a doer. Every moment I find myself changing. So who am I really? Am I a karta? A doer? Bhukta? Experiencer? Happy? See, what is called nature is that which can never be negated. The happy I cannot because when unhappiness comes, that happy goes away. Unhappy also I cannot because when happiness comes, unhappy goes away. The karta doer I cannot because when the enjoyer comes, doer goes away. When speaker comes and other fellows go away. Meaning that each role seems to displace the other one. Therefore, this cannot be my swarup understand. Simple as that. Am I mother? Well, sometimes I am mother, sometimes I am daughter also. Means mother is replaced by daughter, replaced by wife, replaced by whatever. What can is replaced? What can be negated cannot be the truth. Simple thing. Remember yesterday is what is satyam? Swami's definition abhaditam satyam. That which cannot be negated under any circumstances is called satyam. So when the question is who am I? What is the reality about me? That's I know who I am. Sometimes happy, sometimes unhappy, etc. I know. But I find that that I is constantly changing. Is there something changeless in that? You know, this changing I, is there something is there something changeless? Is there a thread that connects like a thread that connects all the beads, you know? You see the beads, but we may not see the thread, but there has to be thread. Because all the changes have to be supported by the changeless. A change cannot be unless it is sustained by changes. So all the changing I, is there an I that does not change? What's the nature of that? Who am I? What's the nature of I that is non-negatable, that does not change? Meaning when karta is there, then also that fellow is there. Bhokta is there, then also I is there. If karta replaces that I, you know. For example, here, where are we? Anyway, so this is a chain and made up of so many links. When one link is there, other link is not there. So each link or each ornament displaces the other ornament. So here is a bangle and here is a earring. So when the bangle thought is there, earring thought goes away. When earring thought comes, then the, uh, this thought goes away. So each ornament displaces the other one. Isn't it? But all the ornaments cannot displace one thing. Gold. So what cannot be displaced is truth, that's all. So, so from I also, the happy I is displaced by the unhappy I, displaced by father I, displaced by son I. In all of this, what is non-displaced? Who am I? So, what's the reality about me? That's the question we should ask. Okay, then, next one is Katha Vidam Jatam. Our life consists of the subject and the object. So I confront this world and I constantly interact with the world. So then naturally, what's the nature of this world? 
that I am interacting with? Because if I do not understand what I am interacting correctly, then my reactions are going to be different. So whenever I confront anybody, I always have a notion of what that person is, how that person is, and then my strategy, how I should act. So we take care here. Take care. You tell me. So that is how we understand that person. Don't tell him. Means not reliable. First of all, we judge what it is that we are in confronting, and then only we proceed to interact. I don't interact like that when the telephone. Who is talking? You don't start talking right away. You know who is the other fellow. In India, say, who is who are you? You know that this, sometimes this is what is going on in India. <laughs> Somebody calls me. Then I am supposed to see who I am. This is a, this is generally the sister. Then that fellow says who that fellow is. But here I who are you? Who is talking? That fellow says, who is talking? You know that. The reason is that we can talk only when we know who we are talking with. How can I decide what to say? So we are a manager in the ashram, not this I am in Bombay. Yeah, when he picks up the phone, there's only way he would agree, whoever it is, you know. And then we, oh, it comes down. Yes, sir. Then we know that there's a trustee at the other end, you know. When he comes to know, the whole thing changes. The way you interact depends upon your judgment of what it is that you are interacting with, isn't it? All the time I am interacting with the world, with my own notion of what I am interacting with. But what is the nature of this world? Kathavidam jatam. Where does this come from? What's the truth of this? Kovi karta savidyate. Who is the karta, who is the creator of this universe? Because for each one of them there are different ideas. Then they will tell us. About Aham also, different people have different ideas. But Jagat also, world also, different people have different ideas. But God also, different people have different ideas. By different people, I don't mean you and I. By different, I mean different thinkers. India has six schools of philosophy. So philosophers, thinkers have ideas. Apart from you and I, it's okay, they can be dismissed. But these are the people who are great people, who you have done this vichara and arrived at the conclusions with all kinds of reasoning. And they say that Atma is like this and Ishwara is like that and Jagat is like that. Therefore, So where from is the universe? This universe of the mobile, the moving, new moving, sentient, insentient thing, where did it come from? Asya karta utpadaka ko vidyade nava. Is there a creator in this universe? People have a question there. They don't accept a creator. Yes, universe is there. Science doesn't accept a creator. In India, there are people who did not accept creator. They are big philosophers. Jains don't accept a creator. Bauddhas don't accept a creator. Mimamsakas don't accept a creator. Not, you know, not ordinary people. They don't see the need of a creator. If you can explain something without adding one variable, then you need not add. So creator, why do you need to add a creator? We can explain the universe as it is, why do you need a creator? So is there a creator? If there is a creator, what is the nature of the creator? Kovi karta sevidyare upadhanam kimasti hai so two things are asked about the universe. Who is the creator? I mean, who is the nimittakaram? What's the efficient cause? Upadhanam, what's the material cause? What's the material matter or substance from which they are made? And who is the maker? So what is, who is the maker and what's the material? Questions. 
Vichara, so understand. What is called Vichara? This is called Vichara. Meaning investigating, asking questions and investigating into this kind of, to understand. The Vichara, the process of investigation, so ultimately result into knowledge. Meaning that if you investigate in this manner, then that process will result into a knowledge or understanding of what is. Saiva jnana soya vidrushidrushaha. Saiva jnana, which are of this nature alone, is a means of knowledge. <coughs> because some people say that the universe is created by karma. The Mimamsaka say that the universe is product of karma. You perform the karma, you must create it. Jains also say, you know, it's a product of karma. Buddha says that you know, it's a product of your projection. Universe is the creation of the mind. It's a projection. So where is, where is the need of God? If karma can produce, where is the need of God? So Vedantin asks, Kraturajnaya prapyate phalam karma kim jadam karma kim param karma tajjadam. So Vedantin asks this question. Kraturajnaya prapyate phalam. This phalam is creation. Kraturajnaya, it is by the laws of Ishvara that the creation is. Karma kim param. Can karma create the universe or create anything? Karma tajjadam. Karma is jadam, inert, insentient. Insentient doesn't have the intelligence to create. The creator must necessarily be an intelligent entity. An intelligent entity must be a conscious entity, etc., etc. So this is how the vichara proceeds. <coughs> so now we come to different views of what is the nature of Atma. Chaitanya, Vishishtaha, Kaya, Purushayati, Bhārhapatya Sutrad, Deha Kāyana, Parinatāni, Prasivyadi, Chattvāya, Bhūdhanava, Charvaka. That is one fellow Charvaka, who is materialist. The strong influence they also have. So these things are going on in the Vedic times, understand, something new about it. As far as India is concerned, there is nothing new in what people are telling you now. Because there will all kinds of views beginning from the Vedic times. So in the Vedic times also there is this material, it's called Charvaka. Charvaka, what he speaks, what he tells sounds very nice, you know. Hey, you know, live as long, you know, avad jive sukham jive. As long as living, live happily. Runam Kratva, how do you have to eat and drink and make merry? Gurutam Pivet, drink ghee. That means ghee is a prahain of, you know, enjoyment. I don't have money. Runam Kratva, buy, borrow, or steal, whatever it is, but you enjoy. But then all this dead, who will fulfill it? Basmi Bhutasadehasya. Once if deha, body is burnt, you know, to ashes, who comes back? It's gone. Don't worry about what happens after you. Basmi Bhutta Sadhyasya, Pundanaga Manam So where is the return of the fellow who is gone? So he goes with your death, goes with you. Let them bother about it. So this sounds good. Our, our elder, eldest brother he used to say this, you know. A very famous quote in Gujarat in those days, you know. So, khada vida dhanva paya. Ne kadina dhariya shok. There is this vanashida, the person who is vanashida. Khada vida dhanva paya. He ate, drank and, and, and spent money. Kadina dhariya shok. He never thought twice about it. And live a life like this. Vanashida rabai kundakaya. This Varshidha went to Vaikundam, he passed away. See, when a person passes away, then the, those who are near and dear ones, they, 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 they cry and weep, you know. 
but here who had, you know, people, the whole society went because he had, he had borrowed so much money for everybody. What is she there? Low came, who poor, poor means. So when somebody dies, then you just, you wail, just wailing. When you hear wailing from the house, then you know that some death has happened. The whole society wailed in this fellow lap because he ate, drank and made merry and never thought twice about spending anything. So this is Charvaka. Sounds good. Charvaka. So Charvaka. See, they say things that people like to hear and they, they are very pleased with it. There is no God, there is no dharma, there is no truth, there is nothing, so do what you like to do. Good. So what do they say? What do they say about Atma? This is Atma. See, these fellows only accept pratyaksha or perception. So, what do you perceive with this body? That is Atma. It is made up of four elements. They don't accept five, they accept four elements. Space, they don't accept. Air, fire, water, they are tangible elements that you can Space, you know, it is a question whether such a thing is there or not. So, this body is a tangible body made of four elements. That is Atma. But these, all these elements are inert. The body is sentient. So, how does sentience arise from four He said, you don't know. See, then they give you an example. You know, beetle leaf is green. Beetle leaf is green. On that you apply that lime, which is what? White. Right? Then you chew that beetle leaf. What color comes in your mouth, you know? When you chew a beetle leaf, mouth becomes what? Red. See, leaf is green. Lime is white. So when you add green and white, can you ever get red? Tell me. Can you? See how it happens? Meaning that when two things combine, a third thing which is neither of them can, can happen. You follow? Green doesn't have red in there. White does not have red. But when they combine, a red can emerge. Similarly, even though the elements do not have sentience in them, when they combine, sentience happens. That's what science is, by the way, you know. Consciousness was created when there was a primordial soup, when right temperature and pressure, etc. happened, then consciousness, you, you know, manifested. Not manifested, was created. It keeps being created in our brain when that many things happen. You know, this, this is all charvakas. Only accept perception and inference, that's all they accept. So they say that this body, made of four, that's what science, all the medical science also says, this is Atma. This is Self. And that possesses consciousness. Consciousness is the property of body. So Charvaka says, this is Atma. So then we have to say this. So the next verse is, Naham Bhuta Gano Deha Naham Chakshaganastatha Etad Vilakshanakaschita Vichara Soyami Drushaha So now this is how the inquiry takes place. Naham Bhuta Gano Deha I'm not the body. I'm not the body made up of these four elements or five elements, whatever number. <coughs> Why do you say that? Tasya Gatagra Drashyatvat. Who am I? I'm the seer. I'm the subject. I'm the witness. So one thing is that the subject is always different from the object. The witness is always different from what is witnessed. For example, this, this part is an object of my perception. And the perceiver of the part, perceiver is different from what is perceived. 
Therefore, we can constantly say, I am not the pot, right? I am not the table, I am not the chair, I am not the tree. Thank God, I am not the donkey, monkey, etc. because they are all what? Drushya. The next question is, what about this body? Is it Drushya or Drashta? Am I aware of this body? Do I perceive this body? Do I experience the body or not? What is body? Body is the object of my perception, is it not so? The body is the object of my experience. Who am I? I am the experiencer of the body. Body is experienced by me and I am the experiencer of the body. So what's the nature of Atma? Atma is experiencer. I subject is Atma. Atma means subject. Who am I? I am the experiencer. The body is experienced. The experience is necessarily different from what is experienced. Experience is always a conscious entity. Experience is always an in, 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 in inert entity. What is experienced is always inert. Experience is a conscious being. Just as I am not the part, same reason can be applied to say that I am not the body. Body falls in the same category as the part, as far as Dushyatvam is concerned. So what's the reason? Drushyatvam adrushyatvat. Because the body is drushyam. It is object of perception. It can be objectified. Just as the part can be objectified. Therefore, in technical terms, the body is the same category as that of the part. Both are anatma. <coughs> Alright. So this charvaka is dismissed by other charvaka. Charvaka also is all, you know. So this is the argument that the Charvaka makes before this fellow. So the body cannot be Atma. The sense organs are Atma because they are the seers. Atma is seer, not seen. Sense organs are Atma. Tari indriganastum syahayati. If you are not the body, then who are you? You are the sense organs. So then he says, Naham chakshiganastasa. Tada similarly, Naam Akshagana. I am not also the group of sense organs. Sense organs also I am not. Why do you say that? Because sense organs are the sadhana. They are the karanam. Body is called the karyam. So part, for example, is drishya. Is perceived. When can it be perceived? When there is means of perception. Sense organs are means of perception. They are not perceiver. Atma is perceiver. Pod is perceived, so it is not perceiver. Sense organs are means of perception. Therefore, they are also not perceiver. Therefore, sense organs also are not. Because sense organs also are born of the four elements anyway. But they are part of subtle body. Therefore, it may be difficult to say that they are made of four elements or five elements. But sense organs are in a category of Karam. Who am I? I am Karta. This is what? This is Karyam. Sense organs are Karanam. I am Karta. This is the perceived. Sense organs are means of perception. I am perceiver. So perceiver is not only different from what is perceived, but perceiver also is different from the means of perception. Therefore, Sense organs also I cannot be. Then who are you? Etat vilakshana kaschita. So sense organs are part of subtle body. So gross body I am not and subtle body I am not. Then who are you? Etat vilakshana kaschita. Etat vilakshana vilakshana. Sula sukshma shiddhyabhyam vilakshana. I am someone vilakshana. Altogether different from the gross and the subtle bodies. Simple rule. What's the rule? That the perceiver is different from what is perceived. The subject is different from the object. The subject is always a conscious being. The object is perceived and therefore it is insentient. Apply this rule and I can. So this is called vichara. So far I have taken this body to be myself. They call me the fat and tall and lean, etc. When you say that, 
I'm declaring that I'm the body. The thing is that we have these problems. Forget about charvaka, we are charvakas. Because we take the body to be ourselves. Whenever I declare myself, I'm tall and short and fat and lean, who am I? Father, mother, woman, man. What? I take body to be myself. I'm blind, I'm deaf, I'm dumb, I'm lame. I'm taking what? Sense organs to be myself. Vichara, Kartavya. See, every, therefore the various notions that we have, have to be subjected to the scrutiny of vichara or inquiry. It's not the charvaka fellow, we are concerned about ourselves. But when I come up with the idea that I'm tall, wait a minute, who is tall? The eye is tall or the body is tall? So I am tall is a notion born of superimposing the nature of the body upon myself and lumping together the self and non-self. The tall belongs to the body. The I am belongs to the self. By not separating them, I come up with this notion, I am tall, and then suffer unfortunately. If calling myself tall and short was no problem, no, every one of these things is a source of sorrow. Tall also is unhappy and short also is unhappy and fat also is unhappy, everybody is unhappy, that's all. Moment we join anātma with ātma, that's it, misery comes. Because anātma is miserable. That's not itself. When you join, when I give the state of ātma, anātma is not misery. When I give anātma state of ātma, when I say I am tall, I am giving body the state of ātma. That is where the problem is. If body is recognized for what, it is not a problem. I am recognized for what I am is not a problem. But when I put the body and give, give the state of ātma, I say I am the body. I am lame, I am deaf, I am de- that means what? I am the sense organs. Meaning that I have raised the sense organs to self, that is what they become problem to me. Atma is a problem for Atma. I become problem which way? Whatever I declare as I can become problem to me. So body becomes problem when body is I, otherwise not a problem. The sense organs become problem to me when I become sense organs. Otherwise, eyes are blind, okay, they are blind. So what? No, I am blind is a problem. Eyes are blind is not a problem. The body is fat or lean is not a problem. I am fat is a problem, understand that. Eyes are blind are not a problem. I am blind is a problem. We should know the problem is always centered upon I. Therefore, the need to separate the I from what the I is not that is how we separate ourselves from the problems. Because there is no problem really. But by joining the non-I with the I, you have created a problem. All we need to do is to separate it. They are already separate. By ignorance, I lump them together. So why is this vichara? What is vichara? I am fat. Wait a minute, how do you say that? Head belongs to what? Belongs to body. Am I body? No. I'm the subject. Body is object. I'm not the body. I'm not fat. The problem is solved. You follow? Otherwise it is never solved. Then I die. I can do whatever I want to do. Body will always remain a problem whether I'm, I'm tall or I'm short, I'm fat, I'm lean. Then as our Swami say, once you shed off the weight, then another problem is how to keep it that way. I lost 15 kilo, kilo kg all that. Now how to stay that way? That's another problem. So first of all, problem was in, in, in giving up 15 kg. Now that I manage that, now next problem is how to stay that way? Because this is a problem with kg, they all keep on increasing. You know? <laughs> Somebody says, Swami, I put on weight by looking at food. What do you do? So, moment I connect myself with something that I am not, that is problem. Because I judge myself based on that. I judge myself based on body. Poor body is what it is. It is lean, it is tall, it is short, fat. What is the body can be? As long as I know that body is like that, and I am not the body, there is no problem. We don't have problem with the body, we have problem with I. I am fat, that is the problem. 
I am implying the problem. So Vedanta says vichara is what? Viveka. Separating the I from what the I is not. Because lumping them together is problem and separating them is a solution. So that's how Vedanta proceeds. Okay, we'll continue. Om Puramadav Puramidam Puramad Puramodachade Purasya Puramadaya Purameva Vashishyade Om Shanti 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 Shankaram Shankaracharyam Keshavam Badarayanam Sutra Bhashya Krutavande Bhagavantau Punaf Punaha Ishvaro Guru Ratmedi Murti Veda Vibhagine Vyomavat Vyapta Dehaya Dakshina Murtaye Namaha Om Shantishantishantihi Hari Om Shri Guru Hari 